This is Podcast Rescue. I'm your host, Cliff Duvenois, and this is episode four. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. How are you doing today? You know, today we're going to talk about you. And we're going to talk about your podcast, obviously. If you haven't gone back and listened to the last few episodes, uh, I highly recommend that you do because we're talking about the framework that I use to help my clients be able to get results. And here's the question that I've got for you. What is your podcast doing for your business? What is the business reason behind your podcast? I want you to marinate on those questions because truth be told, back in the day, my marketing mentor actually asked me those same questions and I didn't have a clue. And because I didn't have an answer to that question, that's when I realized that I didn't understand my podcast. This is why I was struggling and more importantly, why I let my podcast slip into pod fade. The first part of this podcast, I'm actually gonna call the confusion. Right, So back in the day, my marketing mentor asked me, what's the business reason for your podcast? I didn't have an answer. The answer that I did give him, though, was just something that I was scraping at the back of my mind, and it was something along the lines of, to grow an audience. He says, okay, so how does having an audience pay your bills? How does having an audience help you to close sales? I didn't have an answer to either one of those questions because truth be told, this is what the gurus were telling me. Now, years before that, I had a podcast. It helped me to get a five-figure client, but he wasn't part of my audience. It's not like he listened to my podcast for two or three months or anything else like that. Literally, I had met him just a few days before he said, I want to work with you, right? At that time, my audience was maybe, what, 10 people? So obviously you can get business from not having a super large audience. I don't know. I was just confused at this point. This is when I just said, okay, uncle, <laughs> right? So then he asked me a simple question. He said, tell me about your marketing funnel. And I said, what? Marketing has a funnel? Now I know that sales has a funnel, but I didn't understand that marketing is a funnel as well. So my response to him was, well, I guess my podcast is my marketing funnel. Now, when I said that, I swear to God, I could hear his palm slap his forehead over the Zoom call. And he said something to me I'll never forget. He said, Cliff, your podcast is not your marketing funnel. It is a part of your marketing funnel. Now, since I was a self-taught entrepreneur, I didn't take a class. I don't have a degree or anything else in there. And many of us fit that bill. This whole chapter about marketing even have a funnel completely escaped me. I was focused on building a product and just trying to get people to buy it, right? So that's when I was, you know, hey, get a podcast, start pumping out content. And of course, just by asking me these questions, I started to realize that my entire approach to podcasting was completely misaligned to not only my business, but to my entire customer acquisition process, which leads me to the next part of this podcast, which I'm calling the conundrum. 
Now I'm calling it the conundrum because at the time I was listening to the quote unquote experts, right? The podcast gurus, so to speak. The same people that were espousing, and they still espouse, by the way, build it and they will come. Now, as we talked about before, people teach what they know. So these people have great success, but they started their podcast back in 2010, 2012. You know, some of them have done 2015, 2018, right? When there wasn't more than a couple hundred thousand podcasts that are out there. But today, there are 5.2 million podcasts out there, right? 75% of them are currently in pod fades. This means that we are just shy of 2 million active podcast out there, meaning it is not that easy just to produce content and pump it out there and thinking you're going to grow an audience. Not that easy. And I say this because next week I am teaching a group coaching class around podcasting. I asked the people in attendance to submit their podcast along with their number one pain point so we can make sure that we get it covered in class. Out of the seven people that are attending this group coaching, three of them submitted the exact same question, slightly different variations, but they've all said the same thing. Hey Cliff, I've been doing podcasts for two years. I've been doing podcasts for three years. I cannot get past 150 downloads per episode or 300 downloads per episode. So think about that for a second. There are entrepreneurs out there right now. They are following the guru's advice, build it and they will come. And yet they're not seeing any growth. But I can even tell you this, the download metrics, the podcast guru tell you to pay attention to the download metrics. This is how you measure success. And it's not even about the number of downloads, right? Because another thing that the gurus tell you, they say, keep pumping out content, build your audience. Okay, but what does that look like? What is the magical number for the right size for your audience? Just to say, I'm going to build an audience. What does that mean? Is that 10 people? How about 10,000 people? What about 100,000 people? Is it a million? Well, what if it was 150? Could your business thrive on that? Well, it does for Grant Bledsoe. He's the host of Grow Money Business Podcast. I interviewed him a handful of months ago about his podcast. He has 150 downloads per episode. That's it. And guess what? He is crushing it. That's it. 150 downloads and he is crushing it. And you know what? That's all he cares about is just making sure that those 150 people that download his episode are getting the quality content that he thinks that they need. That's it. And the reason why he's succeeding success behind it is because he clearly understands the business reason behind it and how it fits into his marketing plan. So obviously just growing your audience isn't a solid answer. It's not a number that you can sink your teeth into, right? So what am I missing? What did I overlook in all of this? If podcasting can be a powerful marketing tool, what am I doing wrong? We have these people out there, they are crushing it in their business without having 11 gabillion downloads. They don't have huge audiences. They're actually defying the advice of the podcast gurus out there. So what am I missing? Well, this is where we enter part three, and I'm calling this part the clarity. Now, podcasting is a powerful marketing tool for your business, hands down. 
but it's not going to do anything for your business if you can't connect it back to a business reason, right? What is the purpose behind your podcast? Now, I'm not talking about your podcast description, which answers the question, what's in it for the listener? I'm talking about you. If you're going to put all this blood, sweat, and tears into a podcast episode, right? Fill it with tons of value for your audience. Then what are you going to get out of it? Is it to build relationships, generate leads, sell a product? The list of applications is endless. It really depends on your business model and everybody's business model out there is unique. So now with my mentor, when he finally got me to answer that question, right? What is the business reason behind the podcast? This is when I could move on to the next part which is marketing, right? As I said before, (laughs) podcasting is not a marketing plan, right? Just churn out content episodes isn't going to work. And we're gonna talk about the reason why here in just a second. Now, before we dive into this, I wanna set the definition of what marketing is because there seems to be a lot of general confusion out there, so many different answers. And I'm gonna throw mine out there because this is what works for me. There are people out there right now who are struggling. They are either problem aware or problem unaware. You have a solution to their problem and they don't even know you exist. Marketing is how you let these people know that number one, you do exist. And number two, that you can help them to solve their problem. That's what marketing is. Now, as I said before, marketing is a funnel. It's actually a five-step funnel. And there's different variations out there depending on which one you want to look at. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hone in on the first three steps because these are the most critical. If you don't have these three steps nailed down, steps four and step five, just forget it. The first three steps are attract, engage, nurture. Attract is how people find you, right? Or how you get in front of them, one of the two. Engage is when people will exchange a piece of information in exchange for something of value. Let's say, for instance, it's like an email address for your lead magnet. Nurture is where you build a relationship with them. Now, where do you think podcasting falls within those three steps? Well, we can obviously dismiss engage. People can listen to your episodes of your podcast without ever hitting subscribe or downloading your freebie. I hate to break it to you, but it's not attract. Podcast episodes don't attract people. And if they did, people wouldn't be struggling with their podcast, right? They wouldn't be struggling with growing their quote unquote audience. And I say this because if you take a look at the podcast players that are out there, they are horrible search engines when it comes to finding podcasts. Now, the one that I use, I can actually type in the exact name of the podcast and it rarely pops up in the search results. I really have to dig to be able to find it. No, actually, it's nurture. Step three. The reason why, and I say this is Cliff's first rule of podcasting, is podcasting is the ultimate relationship building tool. This is where you build a relationship with your audience. They learn more about you, who you are, what you stand for, what's important to you. Now, if you think about it, this also explains why the podcast gurus will tell you that you need to publish content for 16 to 18 months before you start to see any traction. Why? Because you're pumping out a metric ton 
of step three content. You're doing virtually nothing for step one, and you might be doing something vague for step two. Now, I did this, right? I do what the gurus tell me to do, and I'm pumping out content. But now I actually understand where podcasting fits in with my marketing plan. I understand where the holes are in my marketing plan. And this is why I'm not getting customers consistently. Which leads to the next step. Even if you understand how marketing fits into your podcasting plan, it is no good, does you no good, if you don't include a clear and compelling call to action. Now, my problem was that I lacked a call to action in my podcast. So now the first thing that I do whenever a client comes to me and says, hey, I want to look, you know, I want to work with you. The first thing I always do is I take a look at their presence online and take a look at their podcast. There are so many different places to put a call to action out there, but entrepreneurs aren't doing it for some reason. They're putting out podcast episodes, hoping to grow their business. But if you don't have a clear CTA, right, call to action, then you're just having a conversation. And guess what? Conversations, they don't pay the bills. So when it comes to your marketing funnel, right, and how you can get marketing people to move from your marketing funnel into your sales funnel, most of the time people won't even know what it is that you're offering or even how to get it because you don't have a clear and compelling call to action. Having a clear and compelling call to action is what's going to lead you to strong sales. Right, Your funnel now, your sales funnel is actually going to be a critical driver for your business. So here's the big idea from this particular episode. So once you've got a clearly defined business reason and you understand how podcasting fits into your marketing funnel with all of its different stages and you have a clear and compelling call to action, then you will have a podcast that truly serves your business. And there you have it. Step two in my podcast success framework. If you wish to fast track your podcast results, I'm going to invite you to go over to podcastingwithcliff.com. Pick a day and time that works best for you and let's get your podcast moving for your business. I will catch you in the next episode where we're going to talk about step three of my framework. Mm -hmm.